0: Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that was composed with such meticulous talent that you would think we were the voice of movie executives ourselves. Yes. Yes. We speak for them. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Some people don't like that. No. Uh, With the end of the month quickly approaching, uh, we found ourselves at the last of our movies supposedly based on real-life events. Supposedly, because, let's (laughs) face it, these are fictional movies. Loosely. Loosely based. Loosely (laughs) based. To orchestrate today's performance, and if I could say that right, it would sound even better, we have the conductor extraordinaire, Hassa. Hello. And truly a prodigy at watching movies is myself, Chris. Yes. Uh, we've had quite a mix of movies this month. We trained hard during the Civil War with Denzel. We took part in a trivia game with Mr. Fines. And uh, we m- witnessed a medical curiosity with Mr. John Hurt. So we thought we'd culture ourselves up and finish with some classical music to soothe the soul.
1: Doolaloo. Mm. The magic flute.
0: <laughs> At some point I will probably start singing the famous Falco song, so we'll get to that. Uh, but right now we're going to get to recasting Amadeus. Good old Amadeus. 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 Oh. Doctor oh. Zeus,
1: Doctor Zeus. <laughs> Rock me Amadeus. <laughs> yeah so one thing everybody knows about amadeus (laughs) is the stupid song from the 80s which is his middle name it's not even (laughs) no it's his last name oh no it's middle name wolfgang amadeus mozart
0: wolfgang he's actually has a really long name but they just yeah Yeah. amadeus is not his it's his middle but it does mean uh the love of god or something which is why they chose it for the title Uh, because this is all about god and his voice through mozart
1: it wasn't, it wasn't them laughing at me that day. It was <laughs> God. <gone>. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Family Guy. <laughs> they the I best. was waiting for that scene to happen, like when they were doing that that uh, that party, and he's playing other <laughs> composers. Play Salieri.
0: <laughs> oh, that's truly a hard one.
1: Blah 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 so I, this movie is I
0: first. By the way, I never got that joke until I watched this Oh, movie. really?
1: <laughs> well, because well, yeah. I knew it was you, a parody. You but had never seen this movie. I've never seen this movie, yeah, yeah, so... I, I, think I, I think I first watched this movie in school. Like, I think this was like, yeah. rainy day. Well, well, Put this is? movie on, because it's very educational, except for the boobs.
0: Yeah. Well, boobs are boobs, whatever. <laughs> and the fact that the guy pretty much slits his throat at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> That's probably why he's in the same as Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did look that up. He did end up. But um, he did uh, try uh, sal-, 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 sal Salieri. Salieri um, did try to commit suicide in his like 70s 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was suffered from dementia in the last year of his life. So yeah, that's probably what drove him. So he did end up in a uh,
1: institute, mm-hmm. which yeah, which are always depicted as like the worst places on the planet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, that place was just worse worst. Was but like he just, had this nice little room. It was He's this just like pandemonium. <laughs> yeah. was like, like, the one naked guy in a cage. Yeah. Just lying on the floor. It's like, what's he in here for? Oh, well, I fell this? asleep and they <laughs> just put me in here. I, I I remember enjoying this movie and I enjoyed it again this time. Um, this movie is actually older than me. It came out September 19th, 1984. If you want to close mm-hmm. the door. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if people can hear that or not, but yeah. <laughs> Close it slightly because there's a cat right by. Yeah. Um, All right. Back. But like, I I always did like the the rivalry between Salieri and Mozart, even though I know like in real life it's not like this. Well, I mean, it, it's
0: not. It's weird because it doesn't seem like it's much of a rival in this film, where it's just.
1: It's a one-way rivalry.
0: Yeah. It's it's jealousy of Mozart's ability, mm-hmm. and then like trying to bring him down, but not.
1: Not succeeding
0: yeah. succeeding but hmm. that's not again Mozart loosely, died poor and loosely based on, yeah. on yeah. history but yes yeah um I am gonna say this and I don't know why I always thought Mozart was a lot older he died at 35 mm-hmm. but it's like one of those things where you like you picture the classical, Yeah, composers, And you always think Mozart's this, like, old guy. Because it's, like, it's Wolfgang on a disc Mozart. It's probably the wig, too. The wig makes people look older. But he had a nice pink one at one point. Yeah, he did. Um, But, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, man, I thought he was older. (laughs)
1: Like, damn. Yeah. I am... I do... I do like the fact that they depict him as this, like, rock star. Mm -hmm. Like, he spends more money than he has. He's just going out drinking and doing drugs every night. Like... And, like, he's this tortured musician because he has, and I absolutely love the scene where his wife goes to Salieri and hands Hmm. him, like, here's some first drafts of stuff. Here's the originals. And he's, like, there's not a mark. There's no corrections. It's just flowing out of him. And it's It's just, just, it's perfect. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then he's, like, reading through them and he's, like.
1: Oh my God! And I also, I also absolutely love the last scene between him and Mozart, where they're where he's dictating, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I don't understand."
0: He's like, "Whoa, slow down, slow down." Okay, yeah. well, I don't understand. Why are and I, I understand?
1: and I, then this comes in. He's like, yeah. "Okay, wait, wait, I got it, I got it, yay!" Because yeah. <laughs> it just shows the the difference in talent between the two men. Mm-hmm. Like Salieri was a court composer; he was obviously talented, mm-hmm. um, but it, it totally shows just how much more. The music just flowed through mozart well, in a I mean, way that was a prodigy because that's what he was yeah. right it, it's that
0: moment and it's the first moment where he comes mozart comes in and the emperor is playing the piece they wrote <laughs> yeah. and he's like uh do you mind if i give it a go and he's like oh sure here want music's like no no i, I yeah, heard, heard you <laughs> like i'm gonna do do and then he's like this doesn't sound right let me do this and then he just like goes and at it, and you're it. Like, it
1: he's like hey, this sounds so much
0: better <laughs> you're just like, oh yeah oh shit reminds me of um uh did you ever see rocket man yeah the elton john one yeah. reminds me of that where like there's that scene where he's young and he goes in and he's like copies the piano piece and she's like why'd you stop playing he's like that's as far as you went so yeah. i because he doesn't know how to read music no he yeah. just
1: he can hear it and knows how to yeah. there's 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 a few people around who could do that and it's always impressive when that happens um or like perfect pitch Right, people who have perfect pitch and can hear a note no matter what yeah. it is and tell you what kind of note it is, well, I mean, whether or not it's a screeching tire yeah. uh, or something like that. You're like, oh, yeah, it's an F sharp. It's just like, yeah. how do you know that, you weirdo? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the weird thing about humans is there's certain
0: people that they just get built and, like, yeah, you have the people that can, you know, have the widest range of tastes and can taste, like, the most minuscule things yeah. or, yeah, people that can just, boom, mm. pick up this piano and, and learn, like, I'm always jealous of that.
1: Like, I am. Um, I don't it. know if he was ever a, a prodigy or anything like that. But I, I, I did band when I was no. in high school, and um, I went went, went no, I had this one friend, Matt Lamb. Shout out to Matt Lamb. Hey, Matt Lamb. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still remember like he was he played piano, mm-hmm. and I still remember something happened, and he had to like they were like, oh, we need a trombone, and he's like, I'll I'll try, and like in a day or two, this guy had. learned how to not master but he learned how to play this song on trombone and it's like how (laughs) our trombone people can't do that now (laughs) like he was just so unbelievably talented um like
0: uh, it makes you i mean it makes you think because there's just the people out there that have these ridiculous talents for these things Mm and like how many people out there are like that and just never get chances to do stuff or Mm -hmm. But yeah, like being well, being a musical prodigy is quite interesting.
1: Yeah, and it was I think it was well well depicted in this film. Like as I said, like that that scene at the end where they're using all the all the lingo that we I don't got, know. I got
0: lost. Yeah,
1: because we're not ca- classical no. composers. And the thing
0: is, I was like, he's talking about, and I'm, this always drives me crazy because I don't know how to read music. Mm-hmm. I I don't do music. I'm not a music guy. I'm the art guy. I know <laughs> how to draw, um, but like. Yeah, I was like, "How is he writing this down?" Because the guy's like, like, "Okay, first C minor, blah 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 instruments." I'm like,
1: "Wait, what? What, what are you doing? Like, how, <laughs> obos, how do you?" And this is where the oboes come in.
0: And then <laughs> the like... oboes come in, and then the strings are all in unison with the voices. How do you write that all down?
1: <laughs> like, do you literally write string. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sheet music is, is very interesting when it, when it, like you're looking at a full piece. Yeah. Um, that's why like. In like a orchestra, yeah, you wouldn't get everyone's piece; you get your piece. Yeah, you get yours, and you Indeed. just got to play it at the right time. Um, so
0: that always does remind me because when in high school we did, we were in the choir.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: joined a, the rock choir because we would sing pop songs. But I remember the in Day the Jard- rock choir you yeah. sing
1: pop songs.
0: Well, rock songs, <laughs> rock whatever. This was the nineties, man. Shut up. <laughs> But I remember, like, the teacher once talking to the drummer and is like, hey, you gotta, you got to prove that drummers can actually read music and aren't just going along <laughs> with it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. But, yeah, this movie was, um, for a first time viewing, I I hated the fact it was three hours long. I watched well, the director's cut. I was going to the director's cut?
1: Because I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. Um, and it was good. Like, it's good and... I'm not a person that would ever go to an opera, but it was still interesting to watch it. And I finally got the whole poster because every time you see the poster, you're always like, "What is this weird?" Excuse me, like
1: Don Giovanni. Yeah, like yeah. what's this
0: weird giant? I, I want to say centurion, but that's probably not right. Like Greek armored person, mm-hmm.
1: and then he finally figured it out later, right? Yeah. But oh. I also love like the fact like. Mozart wasn't Italian, Mm-mm. right? And all the other court, like, music people were. Salieri, the other guy who ran the opera, like, they're the all... The director. Like, yeah, yeah like, guy. oh, no, Italian is the way to go for an opera. It's you like, want no, it, in do it in German? Let me do it in German. Please, let me do it in German. It's I like, want to learn how to do German. Yeah.
0: German's the thing of love. Italians don't know about love? <laughs> no. No, you don't. <laughs> you know about espresso and gelato. <laughs>
1: And all the other stereotypical <laughs> Italian things. And meatballs. Pasta. <laughs> Not <laughs> pizza. That <laughs> was
0: an American creation.
1: Luigi. <laughs> <And> Luigi. <laughs> Technically pasta was Asian.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> the noodles. Noodles
1: for Asian. Yeah.
0: Do you want... So s- no, bef- go ahead.
1: I was going to... Okay. We'll, we'll do it when we do the cast. Because I, I normally do a part mm-hmm. of the cast. But I forgot. Let's just some fun facts. Fun facts with Chris. <laughs> Ooh. Oh,
0: God, that was bad. That was a G-negative. <laughs> yep, definitely a G G-negative. Negative.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I do have some fun facts. Some of them are quite long, but we'll, we'll go through them quickly. Uh, first one's quite short. The film, ironically, helped spark a revival of Salieri's music, which had previously languished in obscurity. Hmm. So this actually brought him back into the spotlight. Uh, in this movie, Salieri deliberately sabotages Mozart, envious of the superior talent of a man he regards as morally mediocre. Uh, there's no historical evidence of anything uh, more than just a friendly rival between the two composers. In fact, Salieri even tutored Mozart's younger son. The tradition that Salieri, Salieri, sorry, his name just throws me off every time, hated Mozart and was even responsible for his death comes from a work by Russian writer Pushkin. Which inspired peter schaefer's drama on which this movie is based hence the saying salieri didn't murder mozart but pushkin for sure murdered salieri so the whole like rival thing and like him like trying to destroy mozart mm-hmm. isn't really historically accurate which is why we said this is kind of based on kind of based yeah. um did you know mr academy award winners and nominees uh, this is one of only seven films to receive more than one Academy Award nomination for Best Actor. So, in this instance, F. Murray Abraham and Tom Holtz, Holtzay?
1: The guy who played, yeah.
0: Yeah, the guy Hulse. who played Mozart, um, were both nominated for Best Actor. Can you name the six other
1: films? Um, One's from 1935. Uh, Silence of the Lambs was one, wasn't it? Because uh, didn't Anthony Hopkins and... Oh, no, that wasn't no. an actress, because... Okay, okay so I'm
0: cool. going to go through them because if we try to go out of order, Here, I'm never going to get this. Okay, the films were Mutiny on the Bounty, for which Clark Gable and Charles Lo- Lofton and fran oh God, whatever, <laughs> Tone were all nominated. From Here to Eternity in 1953, Montgomery Clift and Burt Lancaster were nominated. Judgment at Newburgh 1961 for Maximilian Schell and Spencer Tracy, uh, Beckett in 1964 for Peter O'Toole and Richard Burton. Uh, Sleuth in 1972 for Lawrence Olivier and Michael Caine. Uh, and The Dresser, 1983 for Tom Courtney, and whatever, and Albert Finney. Uh, the other actors in questions, only Shell and Abraham won the Academy Award for the Best Actor for the relevant performances. Hmm.
1: Yes, F. Murray Abraham. I, I got that he won this, and then they also won Best Picture. This movie was the Best Picture yeah. uh, winner as well, which I didn't realize until mm-hmm. looking it up. Yeah. Well, it was, um, a, it was a good one.
0: True. All right. Uh, two more. So, Mr. I'm going to call it Holche. I don't know how to say his last name. Tom Holche. Holche. Allegedly perfected his irritating Mozart laugh by testing it on unsuspecting store clerks, studio executives, and <laughs> restaurant servers, fine-tuning it until he got the desired reaction of startled annoyance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it has been claimed from the con. Um, it has been claimed that the concept for Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's bizarre laugh was taken from references in letters written about him by two women who he met. Uh, they described him as laughing in an infectious giddy, which sounded like metal scraping glass. Okay. Such a weird laugh. It was great. <laughs> um, and lastly. In the movie, Salieri is portrayed as a celibate, having chosen celibacy as a way to thank God for his gifts in real life. He was a married man when he first met Mozart, although he later lost both his wife and his only son. Which I think I probably will keep in this movie to kind of boost it a little bit as more of that, like... As to why his depression is getting the better of him? A little bit, yeah. Hmm? Like, I, I would... If it doesn't make any
1: historical sense for him to be like no i'd never touch a woman yeah but he sorry Johnny mm-hmm. foster and anthony hopkins both won academy awards for Silence of the lambs
0: yeah but were were in the best actor category
1: oh is that what sorry okay i misunderstood what you were trying to say did i not say best no actor? no i just i must, yeah, I just mis- i misunderstood okay okay. they're the okay. only films that had two in the same category in the same category got it. gotta gotta got okay
0: at least at the time of writing this, I don't know if there's any recent ones, but yeah. No, she would have gotten a Best Actress.
1: Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, so yeah. in 83, this sorry, not 83, 84, this won Best Picture. Uh, the other nominees were The Killing Fields, The Passage *A Passage to India, Places in the Heart, and A Soldier Story. None of which I've heard of. No, nope. <laughs> But you've heard of Amadeus. Yeah. The year Amadeus before, Amadeus. Gandhi won, yeah. and E.T. was up against him. E.T. not win against Gandhi because it was Gandhi. Gandhi was, it was a pretty good
0: movie. But it was E.T. <laughs> That's not. The, is that the one with um, Ben Kingsley? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I watched that one in school too. I did not watch that one.
1: Okay. So, um, any more? Those were all the fun facts. Okay. Shall we talk about the director? this is our second movie from this director Milos Forman Milos Milos fun to say Uh, but he also did One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest yes he did yeah so two movies we enjoyed quite a bit yeah I was so surprised watching that movie how how much I enjoyed it And, and as I said I've enjoyed this one before but yeah
0: yeah yeah this one was I mean it is done really well Mm um he was clearly he was a very good director because those are two really
1: he didn't do a lot of good stuff after that (laughs) no (laughs) but but, he had
0: two good ones but that's really all you need and then you just peek and then you're like meh i don't care anymore yeah i made enough money
1: but like amadeus bitches (laughs) i
0: did amadeus (laughs) um i liked his decisions he made though in this one i did um one of the best ones i like and i might just keep it is the fact that they don't speak with Austrian or Vienna accents. Like, they don't speak. No. They speak in their accent, English and American. Yeah. Like, that's kind that, of an interesting point. But that's how most
1: things go, right? No, but
0: they don't force. Like, most most days now, we might try to force them to do British accent.
1: True. Yeah.
0: Right? We'd be like, oh, you're an American, but we need... You're going to play Mozart, but you need a British accent to yeah. play him. Yeah. Or... Um, it did remind me of... Uh, it's a dark comedy um, with Steve Buscemi and whatnot, but it was about the death of Stalin.
1: I think that was just called the death of Stalin.
0: Yeah, but they all spoke in American accents. Because it was like um, Jason Isaacs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So they all just spoke in their... They didn't even try Russian. They did nothing. It was just straight up British or American accents, and yeah. that was it. Well, that's a satire. Like, Yeah. yeah. It was actually... It, Good movie? Not great. Yeah. I didn't... Like, I wouldn't go back and watch it, but it was still pretty funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I... I just... There are just parts of this movie that I love, and I love... Absolutely love the way Salieri talks about Mozart's music. Mm-hmm. How he talks about it it's just like it's a angelic and, like... Well, he's, even when he's
0: like, oh, when I saw Don Giovanni, like, I made sure it only played five times. But I went to every single but show. I was at every one, and yeah. Act 4 was just oh
1: yeah like it's just spoken of with such with such love and reverence even though he's his jealousy is totally <laughs> taking over um but there's that whole point of
0: like he has so much love and then just anger that this is what you chose to give your talent to and yeah. look at him
1: like yeah the spoiled brat of a man who can't no. keep any money um play salieri one, <laughs> of, one of the things like since we can move into changes yep. one of the things i was thinking about changing is like the part of the emperor just kind of disappears like <laughs> mm-hmm. if he's such a talented person why was the emperor just like oh he's great we had he may, he may wrote us a german opera and i'm never going to talk to him again bye-bye <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah um i think it's
0: uh, i'm with you there like the emperor and we won't talk too much about jeffrey jones no <laughs> um But, like, yeah, the the part of the Emperor just kind of fades off. Because after Don Giovanni comes out, and that's his darkest, right? Mm Because that's that's right after his dad dad dies. dies. But, like, after that, it's just, like, the Emperor is no longer part of this. Which makes you think, like, okay, Salieri is really in the year. And be like, well, as a court composer, you know, I just don't think this is good. Or because Mozart's big opera basically flops with the Emperor. And he's like, you can't have... Somebody that doesn't understand music, sit there for four hours and listen. Like if yep. I went to the opera, I might appreciate it, but I'm like four hours of opera would probably be like I'm done.
1: I don't know. It's it's pretty amazing. I've only ever seen one opera, but it was two operas, but they were both pretty 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 spectacular. I, I will go one of see them, one me. of them. Uh, was the Phantom of the Opera so. <laughs> that's andrew lloyd webber it's that's a little a music it's a little bit modern opera but the other one i saw was actually in italy i don't remember where yeah. it was but and, and when it wasn't like in a it was like a street yeah. it was a performance on the street and jesus christ like it's just the way they sing and stuff like that right. it is such well singing. it is such a prof, um, profound and performative way to sing music and it was just beautiful because it was in italian yeah. which is a beautiful beautiful language so to
0: sing not german
1: german is too german is just angry
0: (laughs) and too much about the fatherland which we don't talk about anymore (laughs) yeah yeah no i agree i think like it's one of those things where it's just i don't think i'd be able to understand what's like even with singing it italian (laughs) but it's just still beautiful to listen to like even in this like just the way they sing and or composing, and yeah, like...
1: Well, I actually, at the end of this movie, I sat there and listened to the credits. Yeah. Because it was that beautiful Mozart... It wasn't opera, but it was this beautiful yeah. Mozart piece after them, I'm like, this is so... Like, yeah. as a person who is not a classical music listener, no. I'm, I'm not, because I just no. didn't grow up that way. But, like, whenever you do hear it, it's just like, this is really peaceful. It's beautiful. It's nice. It's well, I mean, like,
0: everyone, everyone yeah. heard, like, even um, that beginning kind of joke, right? Where Salieri's mm-hmm. playing... Have you heard this piece? No, no, I can't say. Have you heard this piece? No, I can't say. Have you heard this piece? <laughs> oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. And yeah. he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't know you were. He's like, no, that's Mozart. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, everybody knows
1: that. Yeah. Um, yeah, everybody knows a couple of Mozart songs and a couple of Bach songs and a couple of Beethoven songs. Right. No. The ones that have been overused and overdone. Over. That's Bach.
0: <laughs>
1: and then ode to joy is beethoven i think yeah 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 so just things that everyone's heard before <laughs> right so yeah okay right. um, how, how are you making
0: what changes you making
1: uh, other than that, that little bit to the story um i don't know if i'd want to do i uh, don't know i would like to make it a little bit more historically accurate when it comes to his family um Even if they're not dead, they've left and they didn't come back. The thing that, like, because I do still want that happiness at the end of his life. Because the fact that he did die penniless and thrown into a mass grave, that's real. Um, So I still kind of want that part. But the fact that he has a little bit of happiness at the end of his life should be then the fact that they finished the piece of music. Mm -hmm. And like, he's like, can I see it? Can I see it? Shows him and he's like, "It's finally finished." Hmm. And like, that's when he, uh-huh. "It's finished. Play it at my funeral, like you planned, you son of a bitch." <laughs> I knew it was you all along, Salieri. Um, <laughs> he died suddenly. Pillow over his face. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, sh, sh, sh. It's the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> no one will know. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. But yeah, I think that would be the like. That would be that because, mm-hmm. but I, I love the depiction of his recklessness and his carelessness. Um, mm-hmm. I would keep the emperor in it a little bit, or at the very least bring him back, like closer to the end when he's doing the weird vaudeville stuff, and he's like, "Oh, Mozart, you're still around," yeah. and it's just like, "I heard you died." Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, because I, I also like the like, the part that Simon Cowell plays, where mm-hmm. he's like, like he's clearly shifty, right? But he ends up being kind of a friend because like when he when he collapsed you're like is he okay like what's like oh he's fine yeah so yeah Yeah, that's that's pretty much it I didn't really change too too much I had this weird thought of being like should we like modernize this and make it a weird I
0: I had that too go
1: Hamilton with it and make it a (laughs) somebody like like super good at because like i wanted to i don't know how much you know about like electronica music but have you ever Mm -hmm. heard of charlie pooth uh
0: name sounds familiar so
1: he's modern um electronic music yeah composer and his last album he completely did in lockdown on tiktok out of random sounds he heard in his life (laughs) Because he has perfect pitch and he mm-hmm. can just do that, he can hear it, and it's that—that that was kind of the the basis around this. Except Charlie Puth yeah. didn't go nuts, and wasn't isn't clearly something's wrong with yeah. Mozart, right? Well, uh, I think Mozart—it's one of those things where
0: it's—I'm trying to think of what the right terminology is. It's where he—he he can hear music. He—he—he he, he just wants to be invested in music. Mm-hmm. But it's to the point where he shuts things outside of him off, right? Like yeah. It's that kind of weird where he doesn't have the right social skills, and you see that.
1: because well, he of like, course, that's why he laughs the way he yeah. laughs.
0: laughs. Like, just he, out of nowhere. Yeah. And like. But it's because, and that's where I think when he has the whole director part, too, and the director rips stuff out of his book, like, he just falls apart. He's like, not one part of this music is out like if you take one part out yeah it just destroys everything You're
1: too many notes what do you mean too many notes yeah.
0: it's the right amount of notes <laughs> um uh. yeah yeah i had that thought of going like modern mm-hmm. and like resetting the whole thing keeping everybody like it's still mozart still salieri but keeping it that story but in modern like mm-hmm. just just picked everybody up, brought him here. Yeah. And that's the whole point. Maybe he's not a court composer, but he's like the West end composer <laughs> for uh, Broadway yeah. West end. I chose cause it was London. Um, but, and then you have Mozart who's up and coming on all these yeah. TikToks and now like he's the modern yeah. person, but again, he's still the same, but no, I decided to keep it, keep it still as yeah. a, Notice i also i also accurate.
1: like i i with that idea i also toyed with the idea of kind of like going gatsby on mm-hmm. this where they had the they held the 1920s and all that stuff but yep. it was music from jay-z yeah right <laughs> and like you could do that for this you totally could like you could put a, a modern spin yeah. on just the music alone right? well the operas but, and whatnot they have you wouldn't but the problem is the music is so good like you can't like mm-hmm. you can change it but it's just so remarkably well done well that's one of the things they talked
0: about in this was the fact that they're like you can't change mozart's music like if you're going to play it and you're going to show a Mm -hmm. a show about mozart you cannot just rewrite his music yeah to fit your movie like and the other thing they said is all the keys that they hit on the pianos do match up to what you're hearing so they did practice really well Um, and the guy that played mozart learned how to play piano.
1: Yeah. Well you could tell there was definitely yeah. a, a few shots of him playing. And I
0: think he did learn how to play it backwards just for that scene, yeah. but not like he wouldn't probably have been able He'd to probably learn
1: that one song. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um my changes? You're yeah, are go you ahead. done? Go ahead. So I'm changing Salieri to be more in line with what he is. So I would keep his his wife and his kid. Um Again, I would still make it very similar. There's either a priest or a doctor or somebody's talking to him in his old age, knowing that he ended up with dementia. I kind of want that to be like why his story kind of isn't quite accurate enough Mm -hmm. and why it seems like he, he goes off the deep end. Because yeah, if we know that he meets Mozart and he has a family and then. He loses his family and Mozart has a family and starts, you know, has a young son and yeah. all that. Like, I kind of want that to play on the fact that he's not angry at God, but he's kind of like, what the hell, man? I've devoted my life to to this. you and then you give this buffoon. Buffoon. <laughs> yeah, good choice. He called them that, right? Yeah. This mediocrity of a man. Yeah. Like this talent and and that's that jealousy. But I so want him to be... Again, along the same lines is I want him to be like, he recognizes that this is pure talent. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like he can't, he's more battling with himself that he's like, I hate this guy because he has everything I want. But God damn, his talent is like.
1: Yeah. Off the charts. Yeah.
0: Like I want him to be emotional when he's like, oh, and I heard that fourth act. <laughs> and like have him up in the thing and be like
1: looking away and being like, mother. <laughs> god damn yeah. i think it'd be fun to like modernize parts of this like you could easily modernize the speech a little bit more mm-hmm. um and stuff like that but yeah i think you have to kind of keep the music the music
0: um, yeah so. i think you modernize the sets a little bit um this was by the way all shot with natural lighting candle lighting yeah. and all that you can tell um In the czech
1: republic i think
0: yep yeah, yeah. Apparently they did a 4th of July joke because they had the secret police following them. Oh, really? And so in the Don Giovanni scene at one point, they had on the 4th of July, they had the American flag fall down and everybody stood up and started singing the Star Spangled Banner, (laughs) except for the 30 secret police sitting in in with the extras because they didn't know what was going on.
1: I I think it'd be fun to actually see this being filmed in Vienna. Yeah, Um, thank you. Because Vienna is just a beautiful city i've always wanted to go to vienna because of mozart mm-hmm. um i think it'd be fun to go to go and actually hear him in, in that in that environment yeah. um so that and yeah. vienna just i think it's like one of the biggest beer cities in germany yeah. and so th- you know gotta do that Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> i've been to some oh, i've been to germany into yeah. some beer gardens when i was too young to drink though mm. um, and had to leave because as an asthmatic there's a lot of, of, of smoking
1: in there. Not anymore. Not anymore, not anymore but... Europe has totally changed all the, that. This was back yeah.
0: in the early 2000s and yeah. 90s, but...
1: Yeah. I remember that the first time I went to Europe, too. It was just like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, you know, the only other thing with this is... Um, funny enough, the way they composed... Mm-hmm. It wasn't the way they composed back then. Or, um, not composed. Conducted. Yeah. Um, they didn't stand in front of them and swinging their arms around. They were actually usually... Playing something and mm-hmm. people are watching them for the lead and
1: yeah,
0: um, but that's what people expect composers to yeah, do, no. right? And that's what they would probably do yeah. with this, anyways. Yeah. yeah, I still want Mozart to be Mozart, like the way they've depicted him here. Like mm-hmm. this, just
1: energetic, kind of awkward, but kind of also passionate. Yeah. And, so, but I would, I would, I also like to see more of the downs, like. Because clearly there was some manic depression mm-hmm. supposedly going on with this person and this character. Um, well, yeah, which he... is which is fine, but I think that should be shown as well. Yeah. Like you should see like those those happy and joyous moments of him just being giddy and fine should be juxtaposed with those those times when he is just like nonstop writing and can't catch up and mm-hmm. right because like he wrote <laughs> an obscene amount of music. He.
0: They, they stayed it in the beginning. He yeah. wrote his first piece at, like, four. Yeah. His so, first... con. I think the first yeah. full Frey, Frey opera is, was... Freya four.
1: Yeah. She can't color the lines. <laughs> but she can <laughs> write an opera. She's getting better. But, mm. like, I mean, like... And, like, that's not... I'm not saying my daughter is slow. No. She's normal. Like, having somebody be able to do that at that age was, be, mm. would be absolutely remarkable. And, like, as a father it would be hard not to traipse that person around the country showing him off. Yeah. Like, his dad was a dick. Like, especially before he died. Like, his Man. dad was just an asshole. Don't get me wrong, but, like... You know, if your kid is that unbelievably talented... At that time of, like... Oh, yeah. Like, now, they would be...
0: Oh, they have managers and... he would be on Ellen. Hey. hey. <laughs> no. Ellen's not on, on anymore. Now? <laughs> I think she's gone. Yeah, okay. But they would be, like... They would have agents. They'd have people. Oh, yeah. But they would also probably be like school stuff. Like they'd be mm-hmm. going to Juilliard, and they'd be like. One hundred percent. Was it Robin Williams that got kicked out? Not kicked out. He's he was told, at Juilliard. He, he was, and, but then they told him to leave because he was one of his professors were like, "You're just you, you, you're good." <laughs> but he didn't. He did. Yeah,
1: him and uh, Christopher Reeves were roommates. Yeah. That's why they were good friends. Hmm. Him and Superman. Yeah. Oh, we could have seen them in a movie. We could have. Would have been fun. What would
0: What would have Robin Williams played in a Superman movie? What part would you have given him? <laughs> We're gonna play this. Hold on. We're on a tangent here. Do you Do you really want to know? Yeah,
1: Mr. Mixoplex. Hmm. Like, who else would you get to play? Yeah. Like this crazy other-dimensional gnome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. Because it, it was either that or just some random bystander. Because, like, nobody else in Superman would be good yeah. enough for Robin. Should have played Bizarro. <laughs> but Bizarro has to look like Superman. I know. And they actually filmed the Bizarro fight for the fourth Superman, but it never mm-hmm. never made it into the film. And you can find the deleted scene, and it is just... Awful. Awful. <laughs> yeah.
0: Almost got the Nicolas Cage Superman. Okay, anyways, awful Superman. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Directed by Tim Burke. Yes,
1: yeah, such a weird project. Anyway, so let's go to the cast. Okay, so we're going to start with Emperor Joseph the Second. Joseph the Second. Do we want to talk about the actor or just gloss by, over played that? Played by Jeffrey Jones, a terrible human being. Moving on. <laughs> if you uh, don't know
0: why, go listen to our Beetlejuice.
1: Just Google it. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah. Um. I'll go first. You'll go first. Um, just because the way the emperor was played was kind of like this doofus, yeah, himbo type of character. Um, I kind of went with a person I know has can play that, even though he doesn't normally. So I went with Alexander Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Not only that, but he he's not German, but he looks he's yeah, of that Scandinavian yeah. blood. He's uh, you know of that thing. And um, But, yeah, he can be this, like, uh, uh, I'm the best. Uh, should I do that? Should I do this? Look, <laughs>
0: like, because, like, every decision. Do we decide
1: on German or in, Yeah, Italian? every decision we, he made. Do we, like, do we do that? I love have we, that. Have we, have we, we decided this? on this? Oh, yeah, we, we totally decided Italian. And they're like, I'm pretty sure you decided German. <laughs> do, do we do yeah. we <laughs> this?
0: I like when he's playing the piece, too. Yeah, and he's... you can just see Salieri going, okay, no, no, no,
1: no. See? See? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. You're Butchering this?
1: <laughs> yeah. But it didn't say anything because he's the no. king or the emperor, right? And he's
0: the court composer, and he's yeah. not going to tell the king he's doing a terrible yeah. job.
1: Yeah. Or the emperor. Anyway, mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
1: Skarsgård for Skarsgard. that. Skars. Just because it'd be fun to watch him playing this weird, indecisive, you know, mm-hmm. egomaniac. Yeah. So, anyway, who did you have? I want Paul Bettany. Okay. Because I think he can do that as well.
0: I think he can play the... He could play the sophisticatedness and hold himself up high, but I think he can play the jokey part of it, yeah. too. And just be like, well, I'm up here, and uh, uh, to, to be design. like, like yeah. just holds himself, but then have that, like, like... Even when he was praising Mozart for
1: the thing, he was like, yeah. it, it did, it, would, uh, yeah. it did, but... but what, was could it? You, what was wrong with it again? Too many yeah. notes. Yeah, too, many. Yeah, too many notes. That's what Is it that the
0: right thing, Salier? Yeah. But, like, you could see Paul Bettany doing that kind of, like,
1: stutteringness yeah. he
0: does sometimes.
1: Um, he's not quite Hugh Grant, but he's he's, no. he's up he's, there. he's up there because yeah. he does that when he's yeah. talking to um, Scarlet Witch in yeah. Enwar? no Infinity War.
0: Yeah, and the first one when yeah, they're in he's like, Scotland, and he's like, "I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just going to come out I'm, and say I'm I'm it. just speak for myself." Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've had this yeah. is working, yeah, but befuddled, charmingly mm-hmm. British.
0: <laughs> but that's what I wanted with the Emperor. So
1: yeah. yeah, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Okay. So next on our list, Simon Cowell playing uh, Emmanuel Skikander 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 Do we know what Simon Cowell is known for?
0: <laughs> I was going to be like America's got talent, but that's not the right one. <laughs> that's Simon Cowell. That, yeah, Cowell. Ka-
1: Which Simon is that? <laughs> How do you say his name? I think it's Cowell as well, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Just <laughs> different spelling. Yes. So, this guy is known for Shakespeare and Love, which we have also done. We've done. Uh, four Weddings and a Funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, Room with a View, and the 2004 version of Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Which had Gerard Butler singing opera in it. Oh. Did you know that? No. <laughs> really? No. I okay, didn't know. so the three main characters, whose names I can't mm-hmm. remember, were Gerard Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, what's his name? I just forgot it. Um, so, Gerard Butler's the
0: Phantom yeah, yeah. Emily, emmy uh, Rosa is christine yeah patrick, patrick raul. wilson raul <laughs> miranda richardson was Madame gurry
1: but like those Minnie th- driver was in this she didn't sing um those three actually sang the opera yeah and it was directed by monster of batman uh joel schumacher
0: joel, joel schumacher <laughs> are we not going to talk about the fact that simon cowell was in hawkeye the no. witcher this guy shows up in a bunch of stuff. He was in
1: The Witcher. I don't even remember him in The Witcher.
0: Uh, it says Witcher no, no, 2021. No, yeah, um, I see that. Cod Ringer.
1: No, I don't remember that character. We'll have to rewatch the series again. Oh yep. no. Too bad. Oh. I do remember sad. him in, in Hawkeye. Actually, when I was rewatching Hawkeye, I chose Simon Cowell for one of my films. No. Yes. Because yeah. I liked his I liked his part so much. Yes. It is your go. Uh. Who is your, vaudevillian showrunner? So, for this one... That's what they were calling it, right? Okay, It was a vaudeville show. I didn't think vaudeville was that old. Vaudeville's pretty old. But I thought, like, the way way I see vaudeville is, like, American vaudeville. Yeah, but you see it
0: with, like, the guys with the hats going, Hey, play me away, Charlie! That's that's exactly how I see it. I didn't... But vaudeville came from somewhere, right? And this is probably... Because it's not quite an opera. It's more of, like...
1: It's a fun a show, yeah, yeah.
0: right? Because they had a bunch of different things.
1: And Kenny Baker and Kenny again Baker. shows up Kenny in this Baker on a <laughs> random horse that
0: poops uh, a sausage,
1: a sausage dove, a sausage. dove <laughs>
0: and beer or no uh, wine, wine, yeah, champagne. Um, so, anyways, for this guy, I wanted him to be kind of that sketchiness. Um, no idea if this person will sing, but whatever. I went with Alfie Allen, okay, from uh, Game of Thrones, Lily Allen's brother. Billy Allen's brother, yeah. yeah, that's who he is.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alfie L- Allen. Billy Allen, the singer, yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess uh, maybe he can sing. Billy Allen actually. married to um, Hopper from Stranger Things. When would you say Hopper? Now I can't think of his name. <laughs> David
0: Harbor, David Harbor, <laughs> yeah. Weirdly enough, God <laughs> had to go there. Um. Anyways, back to it. I went, I went, went very different. No, oh. oh. well, <laughs> I went for Alfie Allen because he has that kind of look and he has that kind of energy to him that would be able to be like hey i'm on stage and doing this but he's also kind of sleazy mm-hmm. <laughs> not to be mean against alfie allen and we said this last week where it's like it's hard to choose people that are just assholes
1: yeah um, we're playing jerks yeah yeah.
0: but he can play that borderline of i'm a jerk but i do also kind of care for my friend but if he's not making me money i'm going to be really asshole to
1: him mm-hmm. um so yeah well with him alfie allen okay um i went different i went for more the performance part Mm. of it uh and i picked a person who like and this is not supposed to be a negative word but kind of the flamboyantness because this guy was he was like out there He was drinking he was fraternizing he He was was
0: dressed as a peacock
1: dressed as a bird like yeah (laughs) he was weird and out there and stuff like that and um in a good way Mm. um so i picked guy pierce okay um mostly because of this very old movie yeah Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, that he is just, just remarkable in.
0: I did almost go with Neil Patrick Harris, by the way, but
1: I was like, no. no. A little too on the nose. <laughs> A little too on the nose. Um, but I, I have enjoyed Guy Pierce in pretty much every movie I've seen him in. A lot of bad movies he's done in his life. Um, not Nothing against him, but I've enjoyed him in almost every movie I've Mo- seen him in. Moon
0: Knight? In, so.
1: Moon Knight? No. Nope. No? Nope. Who am
0: I thinking of? Ethan Hawk. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I got, I always get Ethan Hawk and Guy Pearce mixed up, and I don't know why. I don't know why either. <laughs> they don't look alike. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, Guy Pearce. Yeah. Okay. okay. Leopold Mozart. Leopold. Played by Roll, sorry, Roy Dautrys. Don't look him up. Nope. Looking him up. <laughs> he no. is known for Hellboy 2, the Golden Army.
0: Really? <laughs> this is
1: king Baylor.
0: Oh, was he the old king I of the so. twins?
1: I guess so. Right. Um, mm. he is known for this movie he is known for the 1987 beauty and the beast tv show and the cutting edge um that figure dancing hockey player movie the figure dancing no figure skating sorry
0: <laughs> figure figure yeah, skating hockey player movie from 92 oh he also did the narration for george r,
1: r. martin's books
0: and Did was in Game of Thrones at one point.
1: No. Yeah. Do you remember that old Beauty and the Beast show? Uh, I can't really say I <sighs> ever watched it. I'm sorry. It's Okay. But you would have liked it. Like be- the Beast was Ron Perlman. Ooh. In like full makeup. Hold on. We're gonna back up <laughs> to this. He played Zeus
0: in Hercules. The legend continues. With Kevin Kevin Sorbo. Oh, okay. So, we need to talk about that more than we need to talk about your crap. Fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Keep going. Well, Beauty was, was, um, oh, damn it. Just Linda Hamilton. Mm. Which is a little weird. She's yeah. Linda Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to talk about the terrible show that no, was Hercules? No. <laughs> but he's it, been in a. Zena lot. was the better one.
0: It was better. It was 100% better. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting because he was in like he was on episode of Wings yeah um Murder She Wrote Babylon 5 he did a voice for the Batman animated series like he's he's done Tales of the Crypt (laughs) Goosebumps he was on an episode of Spider-Man in 97
1: what did he play as
0: in Spider-Man uh Keen Marlowe nope don't know that (laughs) no I think it was just probably a one-off
1: character it was Roger Winton Price in Angel. Yeah, So he showed up?
0: Oh, yeah. Not somebody
1: I'd recognize, though. Am I Am I up? You're up. I'm up. No. No, you're up. I'm up. Um, So I went with Disapproving Father. Oh. So I went with Bill Nye. Oh. He's always played a good Disapproving Father. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead, the Underworld <laughs> movies. Hey, that was his stepfather. Still. He's not in there anymore. Uh, <laughs> click. Okay. <laughs> um, but hes he's got such a good, um, not range, but he's, he does have a good range. But <laughs> he's really, really good at being that disapproving, no emotion face yeah. person. And then being able to lash out with really strong emotion, which is what he did, like when he was like, mm-hmm. you're, you know, don't marry this woman, you're yeah. a fool, blah, blah, blah. Papa! <laughs> papa! Yeah,
0: goddamn 20 year old man!
1: <laughs> Stop calling me papa! um I but yeah, so, <laughs> so, Bill Nye, I like him.
0: Bill Nye, not the science guy Yes. The guy from Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. <laughs> Slotty botfast Yes.
1: <laughs> What's your name? What? Uh, Slotty <laughs> Botfoss.
0: What? What? No. Slotty botfast. <laughs> I I need to reread those books. Um, So I, I went for somebody that I I figured would be a good asshole of a father, I guess, kind of idea. That's what I went with. Um, And somebody that does that kind of high, highfalutin look. I went with Matt Smith.
1: That's a pretty young father.
0: You can age him up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Matt Smith's. And he's young, thirty something. You age him up. <laughs> yeah, no, but but he had, but he had Mozart when he was fifteen.
0: They probably did. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Again, Mozart was probably only like twenty when he was at this point. So, um, and I did go for a young Mozart, by the way. No, but like, um, the way he plays in the Crown. Which one is it? The Crown, where he played Prince Philip, I think. Mm, the Crown, yes. Yeah.
1: Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah like where he plays he can play that what he's three years older than me so he's that 40
0: <laughs> yeah so <laughs> okay he had his kid at 20 okay, okay. and you fine, age fine, matt fine, smith fine, up with fine. a white wig and you make him look older Fine. you're fine. good <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you're thinking he's young i am
1: because i still david Tennant as, is like 50 something i still picture him as this fresh-faced yeah. doctor who <laughs> And then he became but, Peter Capaldi, which was old. Much older. Um,
0: yeah. But no, because Matt Smith like, would also be really good for this part. Peter Capaldi <laughs> would be good for this part. Um, or even the Emperor. Yeah. It would be funny to see him there. Um, but no, like Matt Smith has that, when he's has that strict kind of
1: angry tone to him, he the would do it that, that well. The thing that made Matt Smith such a great doctor is he was the, the, quiet youngest, rage. He was the uh, youngest looking doctor with the oldest looking eyes Mm -hmm. Uh, however he decided to act and everything he looked like he had this age and experience that was just terrifying sometimes and he that's what one of the reasons why his doctor was so so good Um, he had this
0: he had this chaotic energy that made him kind of goofy and all that but then he had that Low simmering rage underneath the surface that you're like, oh, you do not want to make him mad.
1: The way I always saw it was he played his doctor as all the things I've done in my life, the Mm -hmm. terrible, terrible things I've done in my life, I am purposefully not thinking about them. Mm -hmm. And I am trying to do everything in my power to do fun stuff to not think about all the terrible things I did in my life. But they always bubble up and simmer up. And
0: And that's why I went for him for this part. Because I was like, he can just... Have that simmering, like he, in my view of this, and again, I don't know history very well, but in my view, he lost his golden egg when he went to Vienna, mm. and he was stuck in Salzburg. Salzburg, thank you. I was like, the Amsterdam? I was like, no, Salzburg. Um, but he like lost his, you know, golden child. Are you looking it up? And he lost his like source of income in a way. I'm not sure that's totally it, but he did think he just lost his talent and that's why he's so angry at him too it's like do not marry that girl yeah well, i married that girl and so yeah matt smith age him up five years and then he'd look
1: 45 so <laughs> vienna's not in germany no vienna's in austria
0: yeah
1: <laughs> or salzburg I've, I've been saying it wrong i'm like i've been saying germany this whole time i'm like vienna's no it's not in germany <laughs> like, austria yeah, but Australia. we're Salzburg. I think Salzburg is also Austria, but I'll, I'll double check. Okay. But well, let's try talk spelling about Salzburg. I will, I will no, look right it up. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Austria. It's negative one in Salzburg, Austria, right oh. now. Yeah. Well, if you're in That the is Mal- literally how it came up. It's Salzburg, Austria weather. So that's what I clicked on.
0: <laughs> Salzburg, if you're listening to this, uh, it's negative one in your yeah. hometown. It's and uh,
1: currently three in Vienna, if you're listening. Oh. And it's currently oh. three with a slight chance of sunshine. No we're not. No, no, cloudy until Thursday when it starts raining. Okay. And then possible snow on Friday. Huh. This yeah. was brought to you by Recasted, <laughs> the podcast about movies telling you the weather. <laughs> Across the globe. <laughs> Across the globe. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is a brisky two degrees here. Uh, actually I don't know what it is here. I'm gonna look this up while we're talking. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Next oh, list. Oh, it's five degrees.
0: I'm sorry. But apparently there's a thirty percent chance of snow today. Is it really? Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> Achoo. <laughs> okay, we're going on to Constance.
1: Uh, yes. Mozart. The wife. The wife. Elizabeth Burbridge. Burdaged. Burdaged. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she's known for this. She was Annie Oakley in Hidalgo, that fun Vigo Mortensen movie about the race. I liked that movie. I, I don't did don't remember, too. I don't remember her in it, though. I don't remember that character. Oh,
0: in it. that was at the beginning. Yeah. Because remember, he's in the, uh,
1: like, Wild West show. Oh, yes. With the, yeah. Something called The Fun House and the John Larroquette show. Yeah. Oh, I do like John Larroquette.
0: Well, yeah, Hidalgo is probably the best one of those. Amadeus was pretty good. Ooh, I know, but. Like, <laughs> you mean apart from this one? Yeah. I didn't see this one till two days ago, <laughs> yes. so.
1: Um, It's your go. It is my go. Who is your, oh, <sighs> almost said my per character's name, <laughs> who is yours? <laughs> Who is your constant? Oh. I almost went. With, I almost said, "Who is your my actor here?" <laughs> my
0: actor here. Uh, my actor here is uh, Nat- Natalia or Natalia Dreyer? Dyer. Dyer. Uh, Stranger Things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I can't remember her Nancy. character.
1: Hmm? Nancy. Nancy. Yeah,
0: because she has that doe eye look. Yeah, she has huge eyes. Yes, and that's <laughs> what I wanted here because I want her to be like that innocent looking. Right? Because that's kind of what she was, right? She was this kind of, like, innocent girl that just got caught up with Mozart and was all happy and still loved him mm. and, like, all that. But that's what I want with with her. And still have her be the smart one out of the two. Because, let's be honest, she was pretty smart. She's like, no, I want I want payment. <laughs> Money in hand. What, what's, <laughs> what's the down payment? Yeah. Like, yeah, you take half the house, but what's the down payment now?
1: That is a ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous agreement, half the house. Half the house, like nobody gets half the house. Like,
0: <laughs> well, that's why she even says like yeah. he's gonna stiff you
1: or something. Like, yeah,
0: and I wondered that. It's like I wonder, but then if you're playing like he says like oh if we played don giovanni here you would have been selling out every night we would have been
1: but the thing is they also don't care about who comes in yeah there's no fire laws saying only a thousand people allowed in this building right everyone packs in and stands when they
0: pack in they stand they're standing there talking yeah like even there's that one scene i love the little kid like is walking up behind mozart and then like the one guy comes up and like takes him back yeah like that's what it was like though and
1: well, also, did you notice like there was no orchestra pit? They were just on oh, the yeah. floor. They're on the, the floor with the with the rest of the people watching the movie or the yeah. the play but, opera. But yeah, so I want to. I, I think it's Natalia.
0: Yep. Natal- Natalie? yeah Natalie. Natalie. Natalia.
1: Nat. We'll call her Nat. It's Nat. Drive. We're uh,
0: we're on that kind of level of <laughs> yeah, a friendship. Um, but yeah, she's a talented actress. And it's kind of the... It's the big eye look, though. Hmm. Like, that's what drove me. Because I was like, I want somebody that's, like, attractive. She's very attractive. But, like, has that innocent look to her that is what also drives her to Mozart. And be like, oh, yeah, let's have fun and do all this stuff. And then she gets more involved later on.
1: I went with that part of her character more than I did with the, the other part. The the, the assertiveness. Yeah. Um, Because I think that would be a good thing to have against his. Because, like, there should be scenes of him just being there and she's doing something and he goes, like, I don't know what I would do without you. Yeah. Right? Because, like, she's the one taking care of him. She's the one doing the business deals. She's the one. Well, it almost seemed like in
0: the beginning she was the partier with him. Mm -hmm. And then, almost like when they had the kid, suddenly she was a little bit more of a, hey, what's happening with us? Yeah. Where's our money going? Like, even when she goes to see Salieri, she's like, Oh, he doesn't know I'm here, but like, could you help us out? Yeah. And very well. interesting scene.
1: Yeah, I would not have
0: that. I, okay, so I don't know if I would have something similar, but I would have it to the level of she comes back. And he go and starts to like be like, okay, let's and he goes, No.
1: What are you doing?
0: <laughs> what are you doing? He's I like,
1: wanted to see the work, not yeah. this. <laughs>
0: I'd be like, I just wanted you to bring these back. Yeah. And I wanted to see how far you were like committed, but like I'm not gonna ask you to do like yeah. not make Salieri the weird creep that's like, Oh, you disrobed halfway through,
1: get her out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, so Anyways. I picked uh, Gemma Arditan. Ooh. Man. Yeah. Um not only that, but
0: do you know who that is? No, I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what movie I've seen her in recently. Kingsman.
1: Yep, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um but not only that, but the British thing that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like this is gonna sound super weird, but because of that movie and other things I've seen her in, I know she can look good in that period garb, mm-hmm. which is not always exactly easy to do. Yeah. Um and like I think she is this perfectly good like uh, assertive type of character Uh, whenever I see her in things she's always like that she's this you know stick stands up for herself type of woman and I kind of wanted that from this character because I I really do feel that like he picked a person who was a good counterpart to him yeah right so that was one of the, the thing at the beginning with him maybe have cheating on her like oh with the with, other the, with the, the Christine yeah or whatever. was a little the... weird to me because like none of the rest of the story had him being a flanderer. Uh, there it... were there were moments
0: though because there's that point where he comes back with Emmanuel or em- Emile or whatever mm-hmm. with the three women, mm-hmm. and he's like hand in hand with them or like yeah.
1: all that. Like there was parts where they kind of played it off. And like but... if if that was the case, then fine. I'm not taking that away from the character. No the person that was Mozart. Um, but I just think it'd be like, he just respects this woman for Mm -hmm. what she's capable of doing within his own life because he knows what he's not capable of doing. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's why he seeks her out. So, yeah. Okay. Oddly enough, we're going to be doing Mozart next because he's not really the main character of this movie. No. Well, (laughs) it's not. It's weirdly, it's a movie about him. Yeah. Focused on
0: him. Not from his perspective. No.
1: Which is one of the things I like about it. Yeah. Because um, it's a good framing device. Yeah. Um, Which
0: when we get to Salieri, I'll, I'll talk about too. Because as I said, my movie's at the end of his life where he's kind of losing it. So parts of these wouldn't be more exaggerated, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why you're, you're going to see the operas. Sorry, I should have mentioned this when we were talking. One of the things that I want is when Salieri's watching Mozart's operas, they are huge. Yeah. Like, they are not the same, like, theater space that he's in. Like, he just envisions them as being these spectacles. That's, and a, good,
1: that's a good way of doing it. See, that's a good way of modernizing it. Yeah. Kind of have this fantasy element of his, because his performances yeah. being this transcendental type of thing, the yeah. way he describes them. And, like,
0: everything looks cleaner and crisper yeah. and shinier. But when Salieri's doing it, it's just like this small this static yeah it's kind of thing. what they have where it's just a yeah. small tiny room that's encompassing and close and everyone's like really mm-hmm. and like the props and everything look like kind they of like the
1: musical performances from moulin rouge mm-hmm. where they just go into this fantasy realm yeah right kind of
0: so, yeah. so. sorry i forgot to, no, i love uh, that I, idea I was, that's great it was weird because it didn't come back till i was like oh yeah i gotta
1: talk about salieri mm-hmm. okay anyways but mozart that played by tom Hulse. I'm going to go with Hulse. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> um, we sound like Mickey Mouse now. He is known for this movie. Yeah. Oddly enough, National Lampoon's Animal House. Okay. Um, uh, something called, no, not something called, I Know Parenthood, Parenthood the movie with Steve Martin. Okay. And he is the voice of Quasimodo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Did not know that. <laughs> from 1996. A very
0: depressing story when you actually <laughs> so, read the original.
1: Yeah. Uh quasimoto. Apparently his last movie was in two thousand and eight, where he was in Jumper. Jumper. Uh, that uh um, What did he play in Jumper? Oh I have Mr. that. Mr Mr. Boker. So yeah. So that's probably not good. He's not dead, but he does the the um the picture of him on IMDb makes him look a bit of lush. I'll have to say.
0: Well, I'm gonna this up.
1: Um, but he was also in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which is one of my favorite depictions of that movie, of that mm-hmm. story. Um, Kenneth Branagh playing Frankenstein. Um, it's my go, isn't it? It is your go. So I went with somebody who could play that vibrant personality um, as well as those down moments, and I picked someone who I have seen do those things in multiple films and multiple things, but mostly for his newest musical and only musical. And I picked Andrew Garfield. Okay. Um, for that role he did in Tick, Tick, Boom. Ye- yes. Because yes. Um, of that, he was, he had those moments where he was just like high on life and like mm-hmm. doing these amazing things with Spider-Man.
0: Th- and then he was Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> writing these, writing these, those musicals and these, all these things. And then, when things didn't go right, you could see the the depths of that depression. And I think he did it so miraculously and so well. And I could totally see him having one of those annoyingly loud staccato laughs that Mozart did for this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I like think he's not. He is a little bit older than us. But he's still within the 30 to 35 range. Because yeah. this is near the end of his life. Oh. Like the last couple of years of his life, anyway.
0: There's that weird kind I of know. like
1: time, weird time because he,
0: he he meets Salieri and then mm-hmm. he gets married and then he has his kid and his kid's like four, four.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. How young like did him. you go? I
0: oh, went for their twenties. I would pick someone who's twelve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I picked the kid from no. Um, I I went with somebody who I uh, picked probably about 10 or 15 episodes back, but I want good old Timothee Chalamet. Good old Timothee. Because he's what, 26? Yeah, he's in the mid-20s. I think he could do the musical aspect of it really well, and like that really, that drive. And I think if you just let him loose, he would probably be able to do the very manic, that was kind of more what i was looking for the manic energy and I, I was like i don't know if he can but i feel like if you let him loose he would be able to do it very well um and knowing he can get the whole actor part of it down like i think he would have fun with the whole here let me try this wig i want to try this wig give me a three heads Ha-ha! like that kind of thing weirdly enough i almost had robert sheenan shannon in this role but he's a little too old, yeah, but he has that manic energy as well, oh yeah, one hundred percent Klaus, uh but yeah, I went younger he's twenty
1: eight by the way
0: Timotei? yeah, mm-hmm. so kind of actually in the good range, he's in that range, yeah, so and I know you give him the crazy hair, he might kind of look like Mozart a bit no. i this this time I did not go for people that look like their counterparts, <laughs> but yeah like on that. We, we only
1: have drawings of these people, yeah, right, so. Okay. Now. Timote. For our lead actor.
0: Salieri. Salieri, Antonio
1: Salieri. uh, Played by F. Murray Abraham. So when we first see him as a child, Mm -hmm. I'm like, and it's like clearly in Italy and they're speaking Italian. I'm like, this movie's set in Austria. Why? Then I'm like, oh, he's supposed to be Italian. Never got that from their first viewing. (laughs) Like. Yes, uh, yeah. Salieri, I get it now. And I'm like, this is a pretty stupid thing to not think about. But yeah, I just assumed they were all Austrian. Yeah, but they have that whole conversation German. where there's like yes. three of
0: them and you're like,
1: and see, the, the Italians don't like it. And it's... see, that's one of the things I'm like, that's why I'm like, God, I was really stupid for thinking this. That's fine. Um, so what is F. Murray Abraham known for?
0: If he's not known for Stargate, I'm going to throw something. The he, SG-1.
1: He is not known for Stargate. SG-1? Was he in that? Was he not? Am I thinking of the right person? <laughs> I'm going to look this up. Am I uh, wrong? He was in the Magic Flute in 2022. Oh, nice. 2022, who says it like that? I
0: don't know. He was in Moon Knight. Uh, he played Conchu. Yes, he did. I did not know that. I thought he was... Who am I thinking
1: of? I do not I'm going to look this up.
0: Was he not in Stargate?
1: F. Murray Abraham has been in a lot of things. He really has. Um, Stargate would be what late nineties. Uh, yeah. So he was in Thirteen Ghosts. Yes, he was. He was in Mimic.
0: He was in Star Muffin's Trek face.
1: Insurrection. He was the bad guy in that one. Mm, yeah. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Cause I don't see.
0: I don't see. I'm gonna look this up while we're so talking.
1: Okay, I <laughs> may be
0: wrong, so you keep talking while I look this up. Okay,
1: so he is known for this movie because mm-hmm. of course he is. He uh, was in Grand Budapest Hotel as one mm-hmm. of the um, the writers. Um, he was known for Mighty Aphrodite, as well as Inside Luen Davis. Hmm. So
0: I am but, wrong. By but the way. he
1: has been in over 130 different things. This man is very, like, he does a lot of things. And, like, even now, he's in that Mythic Quest TV show. Like, he hmm. does not care like, what the project is. If he likes it, he's going to be in it. And it's one of those types of actors that I always enjoy watching.
0: By the way, um. for those of you wondering, I had it wrong. Tony Amadello. Amadello? Amadolo? Was the guy I was thinking of, but...
1: Was that Carter's dad? No. Oh, that guy. That guy. Kind of looks like him. Uh, yeah. I know H. That. Abraham. Murray. Yeah. Yeah. I did
0: get that wrong. I apologize.
1: So you apologize to F. Murray Abraham. I do apologize to you, sir.
0: You uh, were in a lot of things.
1: You go first. I actually get to finish this time.
0: Yay. <laughs> I struggled so hard with Salieri. Because how do you... <laughs>
1: oddly enough, I didn't. You know? I hope we didn't pick the same person.
0: I don't think so. Why would we have picked the same person? Because
1: that's happened like twice this month.
0: Well, I went with Christian Bale, so... <laughs> Definitely not the same person.
1: <laughs> I went with Christian Bale. That's super Italian Christian Bale. Doesn't I matter. I not an Italian. I'm just making fun. No, but I went for somebody that... Because of like, remember the Prestige? Yes.
0: Prestige, what's no, the one? No, I can
1: 100% get behind what you're doing because he will put his life into actually learning the shit. He will, he will
0: dedicate into getting into this character and he will do it well.
1: We had the same idea. Okay. totally different actors.
0: <laughs> um, and that's, that was why. Because I was like, I need somebody that's going to get into the mindset, be able to play a younger version and the old version of himself. And just really get into knowing his shit. Well, younger. Quote, unquote. Young-ish. He was still looked pretty old. But that's the thing. Still... I also wanted somebody that was older than Mozart because you want that. Mm-hmm. I'm a court composer, and this is a young
1: yeah.
0: pissant that should come up. And...
1: Well, he said, like, I was still playing schoolyard games when he was yeah. writing his first com- you know, and his first opera.
0: You know, yes, I didn't choose an Italian or whatnot. Christian Bale's Welsh? Welsh? wales i don't remember what he is to be honest with you i think he's from wales either that or ireland and i got that wrong last time he's not irish um but whatever i was like i don't care he can be he can be whatever we say looking him up uh wales yeah he was Welsh.
1: there you
0: go so yeah christian bale okay salieri who'd you have i went with another person who i know would absolutely lose himself in this role gary oldman he retired (laughs) Did he really? Did did I not send that to you? No. Okay, we'll talk about that later.
1: I used him last week. I know. (laughs) Apparently he's retiring. That's terrible. No, I picked uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. For that very reason of, like, I could totally see him in that super heavy old person makeup and, like, standing there straight-laced, like, trying to be, like, the best composer and then this not knowing, and this, like, that seething anger that he can do, Mm. like... um, I don't like his comedy. I never know. No, no. We um, talked about
0: this when we did Beetlejuice because I remember I <laughs> yes. picked him as Beetlejuice. Yeah.
1: Um, and I don't, th- I don't think, but I have, I will no matter what praise him for being able to just lose himself in his parts. Well, I mean, he so. has parts like, well, Les Mis, was he he, in, he, he was, was in Les Mad. Mis. I mean, he was in Sweeney Todd.
0: In Sweeney Todd where he played the the be- That villain. rival barber. And he plays a villain mm. he what? was one of, he was but he died pretty early yeah, on okay
1: he's a rival barber. but like
0: yeah you go from that and then you go from things like talladega nights where he just plays this like stupid comedy yeah. part but like he has that range so yeah i totally can see him being this straight lace like mm-hmm. you know i'm great and look at me and then mm-hmm. goddamn mozart walks in and just fixes my shit and
1: Without even thinking about it, like, just... uh, Like,
0: I love that, that he had to, like, he's writing it out. He's like, okay, and it's like, okay, thank you, God. And then gives it to Mozart. Mozart's like, nah, I can fix this. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound better now. And you're like,
1: son of a bitch. So the thing is, like, recently he's also done, like, things like The Trial of Chicago 7, which is very serious. Mm -hmm. He was in a movie called The... Or TV miniseries called The Spy. Like, he knows what he's doing. Like, he's not all... He's... He's not all Borat and Ali G. He's super smart, and he knows what he's doing. But you also got to think, Borat and
0: Ali G and, like, those, they're... Very political and all that stuff. They're very political, and, yes, you might not like them, but they have spawned such popularity and catchphrases. Like, the man's intelligent.
1: Yeah.
0: He's not an idiot that just does a comedy sketch and, like, gets in people's faces. And and he
1: was in one of the best movie fights of all time. Anchorman 2. Oh, (laughs) yeah. He was the BBC news anchor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're from the History Channel. We're old news. <laughs> We're, We're
1: from, from the C- Canadian news. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry,
0: sorry, sorry. <laughs> God. Oh. Yep. Yeah. So, you know what? Sometimes you just got to rewatch that whole scene. Don't I, you even have to watch Anchorman, too. Just watch Anchorman. that scene.
1: Just watch that one scene. Yeah. <laughs> watch them both movies. They're pretty funny. They're pretty uh, good. Bam. Yeah, so that's Amadeus.
0: Amadeus, Amadeus yeah oh oh that's our amadeus
1: dr zeus dr zeus or i'm a tumor i'm a tumor i'm a tumor tumor. they have used that song a lot (laughs) so we had to look up the lyrics but it's all in
0: german i think so (laughs) we're gonna try
1: (laughs) there is a there's an american version yeah kind of like 99
0: red balloons luft no it's (laughs) luft (laughs) balloons
1: i have 100 luft balloons pop oh oh my god 100 luft (laughs) balloons Community, community. <laughs> the the Swedes,
0: yes, at the foosball <laughs> With table. At the foosball
1: table, one of them happened just to be Nick Kroll for some reason, yeah. who's definitely not Swedish. <laughs> so, oh jeez. I enjoyed this movie. I will probably at some point in my life rewatch it again, um, more for an educational purpose. But I probably would just do it. Not for fun, but like you know what I mean.
0: Mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't go out of my way to rewatch it, just because it's three hours long. <laughs> I didn't uh, like. I didn't
1: feel that when I watched it. No, and I
0: watched it. I, I unfortunately started at like nine o'clock at night, so I but went. But you're to, one
1: like, of those people who sits through movies without stopping. I have to. I yeah, and I and I watched this in three different settings, Se- a seating. So like it was fine. For no,
0: I have to one one through, and then we're good. But I mean, I enjoyed it if it was on. I might watch it again, but yeah. It's I not, would, I I'm would not definitely
1: be way more interested in seeing this story told again. Yes. I would 100% if they were going to be doing, this is a biopic on Mozart with Salieri and all that stuff, yeah. and like this is how it really happened, or this is a remake of the, um, the Milos Forman and Amadeus. Just, I listened I would,
0: to two guys on a podcast, and they came up with this great idea, and we went, oh, well, what's wrong with it? <laughs> well, we got, got nothing better. And that's when we sue. <laughs> <laughs> this is our idea.
1: Hey, how's Christian Bale in this upcoming <laughs> Mozart movie? <laughs> wait they um, took my idea I would 100% go and see that yeah. whether or not it be in theaters or just at home but I would definitely seek that out and watch it Yeah. so but yeah okay. so where can they find you can they find you anywhere or you are can you still just here find for me
0: um, at the comic Eye store is on vacation mode until the end of the year that's the end of 2022 so in 2023 you can come back and check out the updated store once it's back up and running at some point, hopefully early New Year, but we'll see mm-hmm. how and, uh, how the stuff goes.
1: Speaking of 2023, that's when we'll return. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to take the month of December off. We will probably at least put one episode out because well, we're going to do uh, our rankings for the year, oh, um, yeah. uh, which we always do. But uh, we'll probably put that out, but just before the New Year's. But other mm-hmm. than that, we're going to take the the rest of the year off. The December probably going to be moving at some point and. Hopefully. I might be moving at some point, and we'll see how it mm. happens. But yeah, we're gonna take S- the uh, some moving cri- month of Christmas off because yeah. that's what you do—you take months off. Yeah. And we didn't want to do more Christmas movies. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, every year. Yeah, they're, just the
0: they're hard to do. Yeah. How many so. times can you choose a Santa Claus or
1: a Hans Gruber? <laughs> or Hans Gruber. <laughs> There's only one Hans Gruber. Yep. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. Oh. So we'll come back. We'll. We will say what we're going to do next in our ranking video. Uh, we yeah. haven't quite decided on it yet. But, uh, yeah. yeah. You guys have a good holiday season. A yeah. happy new year. And we'll catch you in 2023 yes. from all of us here at Recasted. Go have a good holiday. Watch some movies. <laughs>